All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. Happy 4th of Kawhi. Kawhi Watch 2020 is a real thing. This guy needs to just make a fucking decision already. I can't sleep. I can't eat. We need a decision. We're also going to break down the free agency market, where everybody's been signing, and is KD and Kyrie a good fit in Brooklyn? We're going to let you know our feelings. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. What up? Broadcast world. What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. Happy Fourth of Kawhi, Drew. Uh-huh. Happy Fourth of Kawhi. I've been waiting to say that. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. No, that was actually really funny. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that for three days. It came to me in a dream, right? And I held it. I held it in. And this is ours, bro. This is ours. Happy Fourth, Fourth of, Kawhi. of Kawhi. If we hear you calling Coward or Ryan Hollins or Ricky Buker, if you jack that, you're a swagger jacker, bro. I'm calling you out <laughs> right now. It's a preemptive call out. I'm just saying it's so perfect, though. Nobody said it. I heard if Rachel Nichols was was coming up with her uh, shit today because it was Kawhi Watch 2020. Yeah. And she was saying that the Kawhi boy, like the convoy, has left the airport. So oh. that's weak, Rach. That is a stretch. Rach, that's so weak. Blech. And nobody said Fourth of Kawhi. So I think that's going to be the name of the episode for sure. I'm cool with that. Born on the Fourth of Kawhi. Yeah. Tom, are, shout out to Tom Cruise as well. <laughs> we're gonna get out. We're gonna get on uh, Kawhi Watch in a moment, but it is episode eighty-two, Drew. And we got to take care of some things. We do. What do you got for me, Drew? All right. So episode eighty-two. We'll start at the top in the nineteen eighty-two NBA draft. The number one overall pick went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He played in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guess? Uh, James Worthy nailed it. Bang. That was easy. Boom goes the dynamite. And number three was uh, Dominique Wilkins. Number three was Dominique. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty good draft. Yeah. Players born in 1982. You have Tony Allen, Gilbert Arenas, Nene Hilario, who's still... How about No No Hilario? He's still in the league. He's still in the league. Was he in Washington? He was on Houston. I think he just... I think he might have just signed a deal somewhere. There's so many deals. We're going to get into it. Oh, my God. Um, Tony Parker. TP. Amari Stoudemire and Dwayne Wade. Hmm. Those are the those are the guys. I mean, there's a lot of other players. I'm like Salim Stoudemire was born no. in 1982, but shout out to Salim, University of Arizona, Bear Down. So what is it, Neek or Big Game James? Guy was electric. Um, Gilbert, Agent Zero would be kind of cool, but we haven't done a Dwayne Wade. We episode. have not done a D Wade, and he retired. He did retire. But this Mike, is episode Mike. 82, which is like a full season. You know, it's 82 games in a season. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade played his last season. Is that what you want? If, let's rock. D- let's let's do D Wade. D Wade, it's you. It's just going to be easy. We're not even going to talk about it. Dwayne Wade, you're the best. D- Dwayne Wade, who will come back this season to play with the Los Angeles Lakers, most likely. Yeah, we're like right after the trade deadline, right around All Star. All Star board. You guys, you guys are forty. Uh, you guys are thirty four and yeah. four. That's funny. No, I I think I, yeah, he'll definitely get tired of doing like CrossFit with Gabrielle Union. <laughs> it's got to be boring. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I, I, dude, bring him back. He wants to trade jerseys with everybody. So, all right, D Wade, it's all you, bro. Episode eighty two. Let's get into this. It is Kawhi Watch twenty twenty free agency. Oh my was god, absolutely insane. I've never seen anything like this in my life. We're, I literally blinked my eyes, and there was eighty four players off the board. We're both exhausted. Like, just, I, I told Drew when he came over today. I said I am physically exhausted. If I have to look yeah. at Woj, Woj's face one more time, Drew. I know. I'm. We're in day four of waiting for this. Okay, and we'll get into to the free agency and all the movement and whatnot. I just found it amazing how so many players were gone off the board so quick, quickly. Quick. And to say that to say that tampering isn't in the NBA, like how the fuck do these deals get done? Bro? Right. Yeah. They Kem- were they were going off left and right. Right. Yeah. Like I think K, let's, KD first. You know. Yeah. Let's like, start with Brooklyn. BK. I mean, everybody was planning on New York. Everybody kind of knew that Kyrie and KD were going to New York. They didn't know where to go. Right. But it was an obvious. I still think it's weird. I think it's weird. I think I, I think it's sexy. I think that's, you know, cute that KD and Kawhi are going to play together. But yeah. they both left teams 
they both left better teams to go play with worser teams. I, I don't think you can say that a team that includes Kevin Durant on it um, or for Kevin, a team that includes Kyrie is, you know, much worse than the situations they were coming from. I mean, obviously, Kevin's situation in Golden State, it's never going to get better than, than, than that. So for him, I can understand your point. But when I'm looking at Kyrie, like he's, you know, outside of his time in Cleveland uh, with LeBron, this is the next best player. I mean, it's like for me, like clearly he was not Kyrie is not happy in Boston for whatever reasons. We don't know this man's, you know, mind or his inner workings of, of the thought process that goes through his head. But the idea of him and, and Kevin Durant on the same team is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, a year from now. Right. That's the thing. A year right? from so now. What do, you got to hope that Kyrie doesn't get injured this year yeah. because he has knee problems. He's had them. He's been injured. And, you know, this season, you know, is kind of a wash for me. I think the Nets will still make the playoffs, but I don't think – that people should be out here saying that they're going to have a chance at, at winning anything next season. No. And and then then a lot of it is really relying upon Kevin Durant actually coming back from his Achilles injury and being the Kevin Durant that he was. And, and that that's a big if, you it's know? It's such a big if, bro. It's going to be Kyrie, same shit as he did last year with Boston. It's going to be his show, right? He's going to be have to be the leader of the team. Right. And who's, who, who's he with? He's with Dinwiddie. And he, they got uh, Temple, which I thought was really good. Karis LeVert. Karis is coming back from injury. DeAndre Jordan signed as a part of this. But I honestly think DeAndre's riding the bench. They have Jared Allen still, who's clearly oh, yeah, riding the bench. Jared Allen's clearly the better player. Like I, I love that people are like, "Oh, the big three. It's like, dude, no. DeAndre's great. DeAndre hasn't been good for three years. But yeah, he's hit his. He's he's past his peak. And, and I and love you, DJ. The I big love you. the big three is with Jared Allen. It's mm -hmm. it's 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 Kyrie. It's Kevin Durant. Jared Allen. As your big three, really, there, uh, yeah, Dinwiddie's solid. Uh, their whole team is pretty solid. I think they got Torian Prince from Atlanta, yeah, yeah. who's who's just a really solid player, kind of like a younger Damari Carroll. Mm -hmm. They actually look identical as well, I think. Uh, but they'll just be they'll be good. They, they, they'll be all right, Drew. I'm just not. They're gonna I, make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think the Nets will make the playoffs. The East really didn't get much stronger. I mean, even if Kawhi ends up resigning with Toronto. The East didn't get much stronger when you I'm look just at saying, it. Like I'm trying to think about this down the road, right? So, say Kyrie has a great season next season, right? Say he has a really great season, 27 and and nine, he's averaging yeah, or something sure. like that. And say they make the playoffs, cool. Kyrie's the man. Brooklyn loves him. It's cool for the first four months, and then we might see Kyrie just be like, oh wow, maybe this isn't the greatest team. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and then next year, Kevin Durant's going to come back at 32. And then whose team is it? Is it still Kyrie's team? Is is KD going to take some shine from him? Yeah. Either way, my bottom line of saying this is that like, I don't either. Neither one of them are, are going to win another championship. I don't see the Nets winning a championship within their career span. Really? I, I don't think so. So I mean, let let's take a let's take a, a little bit of a step back, and, and we have to congratulate the Nets. I mean, on some yeah, level, they did, they did something that we did not necessarily see as even ever being possible for this franchise. Not only did they get Kyrie, who was clearly a shoe and apparently the whole time he wanted to go to Brooklyn and, and nobody knew um, because he said, you know, I'm home or whatever when he, when he it's finally, Jersey. yeah, it's like, dude, you're close to home, I suppose. But um, Kyrie was a shoe in, right? So that one, fine. Okay, cool. Like, good job. But like being able to sign Kevin Durant is a big deal. It's probably the biggest deal that's ever happened to that franchise since they went to the finals that one year with, with Jason Kidd, uh, Richard, in. Richard Jefferson and, and Vince. <clears throat> so you know big shout out to to that organization just like by taking advantage of what kind of fell into their lap I, I, see, but I, at the same time we can still look at it like like we're going to be discerning because we don't see it we know what these two players are about uh to speak a little bit more to your point that you were making i think Kyrie wants somebody like a durant i think Kyrie. Needs it. i think Kyrie knows like when he said last season that, you know, being a leader and being the man is, like, not for him. Maybe he's not cut out for that. You know, it's Kyrie can be weird, but that was a, probably a really revealing statement to himself as it was to the rest of us. I think he wants it to be Kevin Durant's team. I think he wants to be, you know, the number two, the kind of the same way that he was with LeBron. Again, I can't speak to his mindset, but the only thing that I can think of is that he would he, he's wanting Durant to be the guy that he is and come back and be the number one option. Kyrie can be the number two. He doesn't have to take as much heat. But. I just I don't think it was as hard as people think to go to Brooklyn. Like they both wanted to be in New York. The Knicks are a fucking joke. It's obvious yeah. that they that their front office is a joke and Dolan is a joke. Yeah. I think Rock Nation played a lot into the signing of 
Kyrie and Alibaba and all the business opportunities they are going to be around post-basketball. You know what I mean? Kevin Durant, we all know, is really into that yeah. and planning for his next stage. And I think, you know, some he should. Okay, I got two chips. I got two finals MVPs. Like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to plan for the future. And that well, might be a great place for him to be. It's an interesting thing that both Durant and Kyrie have experienced winning a championship. You know, the, Kevin has two and two finals MVPs. Kyrie has one and, and probably hit the biggest shot of that series in which they won it. Uh, so there is, it's an interesting mentality. Like, what are they actually striving for? Are they striving more for another championship or are they striving more for personal growth and, and brand growth with this move, right? To New York, to like, you know, all these things that can happen when you're in New York. Kyrie links up with Rock Nation, changes his agency to Rock Nation. You know, maybe there's a lot of off the court aspirations there that totally they're going is. through. 100%. And maybe even more so than trying to win a ship. But at the same time, if Kevin Durant is the guy that, that we all saw him be this season, or at least 95% of that when he comes back. 95 would be a blessing, Drew. But that, but still, I'm, I'm saying even mm. if. I don't expect that. I'm saying even if mm-hmm. this happens, you, you can you can see them fighting for a, a, an Eastern Conference title and making it to the final. I mean, I can. I can see that happening because we know how great Kyrie can be when his focus is on playing ball. We know how great Kevin Durant is You know, as long as he's healthy. He, there needs to be a complete change in Kyrie Irving, bro. He's pushed he yeah. pushed himself out of two, two fucking teams. This is his third team. How old is he, Drew? I think he's twenty seven. Twenty seven. It's his third team already. Twenty six, twenty seven. Top like that. ten NBA player. It's his third team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the way he he left both those franchises, we're, we're fucked up, dude. Yeah, man. And. Who's to say, like, the, you know, we just don't know. The honeymoon might be short for them. Right. Um, so we're a little bit down on this move, but in general, like. Good for the good yeah. for the Nets. You have to make the play for Kevin Durant. Exactly. If you're in the, if you're in the talks and in the discussion, yes. Throw Kevin, Kevin Durant whatever money he wants. Right. And that bullshit that Dolan said, like, oh, yeah, we didn't want to offer Kevin Durant the max. Bitch, you better hope that Kevin Durant would have taken a meeting with exactly. you. Exactly. And 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 we we'll get into the Knicks later. They didn't actually do that that fucking bad. Like, no, but it's gotta... it's not what everyone was hoping no, for. And... I mean, their hearts just. I, I, my heart goes out to all the Knicks fans. I yeah, mean, the real Knicks fans. They're they're hoping like, oh, we're gonna get Zion, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get Anthony Davis. Oh, may, okay, maybe not. Now we're gonna get Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and then, you know, you gotta feel bad for the they Knicks, were. Ho- man. I feel bad for the Knicks fans. I do not feel bad for the Knicks organization. No, because they threw. The, I mean, dude, the the whole Porzingis th- thing. You know. Just for a hope, for a hope of getting these Well, see, guys. This, is, this is why, I mean, you mentioned tampering already. To me, tampering exists in the NBA, right? So you, just, you can't be Magic Johnson and wink on national television and say the guy's <laughs> right. name, all right? That's when they'll find you. But, dude, some text messages, yeah, you go right ahead. Some three-way, some third party. You saw, yeah, so, I mean, like, because there's no way, I mean, granted, like, we, we've heard the backstory now. Chris Stapps really apparently did not like, you know, the New York Knicks front office Shocking. and the organization. What a shock. And they apparently weren't, you know, super, super cool on him and, and all that stuff. And, and they clearly wanted a separation there. But at the same time, you don't make that trade if you don't have some kind of intel that Rich Kleiman goes, hey, we're really looking at New York this year. Make some space. Let me see what I can do. Kind of shit like that. And and they struck out huge. And now they don't have Porzingis. And now they don't have anybody and no of, any, of any kind of superstar level. You're, you're and right. And they're right down the street. They're all oh man right down the street. The stones, BK fans stones throw away. Um, and, and so let, I mean, if we want to get into the Knicks, I mean, they signed Julius Randall. They signed, I think they signed Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. They, they signed, uh, Alfred Payton. So like they're yeah. putting together an actual, like kind of like a, a mini Brooklyn Nets from last year. They're trying to do a little we bit of RJ, a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. RJ is going to be solid. It's going to be his team. I think mm-hmm. when, you know, they're going to give him the ball and say, you know, go bring us something, go bring us some wins. The signings that they have made, when you look at them, aren't that bad. But it's just nowhere near what the what the hopes no, could have been. Money, they have money to blow, and you got to you got to get somebody because these free agents went off the board so quick. Kemba was scooped up. The fat, I think Kemba was the first one that we knew. You know, Kemba was quick. And Durant was quick because Woj broke it before three. Right. So, well, we, first of all, they tried to they try they did the slick move of Durant and and what is it? What is the company called? The boardroom or whatever? The boardroom. The yeah. boardroom. He like, has that with ESPN. Right. We're gonna announce it on the board. You got to follow us. Instagram. Instagram. We're gonna do this. They got like two hundred and fifty thousand followers. Smart. Off. It was very smart. And then it leaks. Like somebody. It somebody fucked up. Right. Woj knows enough people, and can probably dime out five racks or ten racks or whatever it is. 
to get that info because there's no way they say that to the public and then go, oop, slide it right over to Woj. That, that was the plan the whole time. Nah, dude, that didn't work. I didn't. I, I went to his page like three hours after it to be like, oh, did they actually even post something? Did they? And they did. Okay. They, they posted something. It was it was on a like a cool little Big video deal. thing. It was kind of. But Woj had it like at two. Woj was like, yeah, Kevin Durant signing with the Nets. We're gonna figure this out later. And then at, right at three o'clock. All that shit started coming in. That was finalized. And then Kemba was the next big name to go, and he went to Boston, which is what we kind of expected. I mean, to us, it was either between Charlotte and Boston. Well, Michael, Mike fucking low-balled low him, Low-balled him. Disrespectful, dude. Yeah, man. Just like Mike. That's just, what he does. Just like Mike to do that, dude. And it's we said insane. that's going to ruin this. I mean, they had one star, dog. Yeah. So Kemba scooped up Kyrie, KD. We all know that. And then, I mean, honestly, we'll get into everybody else. But, Drew, the, the main story that everybody's talking about, and I'm tired of saying, is Kawhi. Okay? And me and you are kind of right dead in the middle of this because we got a diehard Laker fan, diehard Clipper fan. Uh, it's between three teams. Chris Broussard, who I'm just fucking over. I'm over stop. you. Stop. Yeah. Stop with your fake fucking Please news. Please stop, dude. Chris. It's okay. insane. We're dying with every moment. We are. Like, he's just. Kawhi! Kawhi is signing with the Lakers at 6 p.m. Mark that down. That was two days ago. And yeah, then 6 p.m. rolls around crickets. Crickets. Nothing. Nada. And then it's like, oh, look, dude, for the first time ever, it's so hard in the NBA to not have leaked information. Like, we literally have no idea. Everything is pointing to the Lakers right now, which is drew to it's amazing to me that everything's yeah. point. Yeah, I think it it all has to do with Ant Davis, and then you're, you know, three weeks ago we're saying fuck Magic Johnson, and Magic might have a lot to do with this. Well, I don't want to give him any undue credit. Like once Kawhi signed, I mean, if that happens, then then maybe I'll give Magic some credit. People are saying it's ninety nine percent, but but. This is all people. Yeah, like, who do we like, we're, like we're saying, like who the fuck is saying this about anything? Like it's just conjecture. Nobody knows. And the people that think they know, like Chris Broussard, mm -hmm. or uh, you know, it's not magic. Magic didn't come out and say, "I think we got him." Mm -hmm. It's like ninety nine percent done. We're working he on the details. His, Nobody has said no. jack shit. So for me, I won't get my hopes up. On, on so my birthday was July first. It's a great day. I had I enjoyed myself. And the big news on that day was. He's a Laker. Kawhi was going to be a Laker. Right. And so the whole afternoon, I was just checking Woj. Right. The whole just refresh, waiting for the... He has said nothing. Nothing, bro. Zero. And so if he knows nothing, then nobody knows nothing. And it's like all the... All, this goes to everybody out there, dude. All these fake news fucking places. Because I got the same... Sh I got the same Twitter posts from, you know, 15 different people. And I'm like, who is this source? They have... They have 47 tweets, yeah. you know what I mean, and 600 followers. You're really listening to them? Right. And mind you, yeah, all the chatter gets to me. I still think the Clippers have a really good chance. I, I, you know, I had this conversation today. I was up at Clutch Points today, and we were, we were talking about it, and I'm like, if Kawhi really wanted to be a Laker, he would have been one already. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it it would have been signed and done already. Sure. Um, I, You know, everybody that – that had him going to the like Chris Broussard having him going to the Lakers on July first is like he hasn't even talked to Toronto. Toronto and and Kawhi's not even that guy that's just no, gonna no, dog out to. Toronto. That's the thing too is like so like to your point, I, I there's something to be said about if he was gonna go to the Lakers, it would have happened already. But in my mind, like he said he was gonna have a meeting. He said this a while ago, or maybe his representative said it a while ago that the meeting with uh, Toronto wasn't gonna be until July third. We we had known that I think leading into this this week that that was the meeting that they had set and there's nothing in my mind that says that Kawhi makes a decision until after that meeting. Today we're sitting here it's July third, you know it, we're we're waiting still waiting for him to announce and maybe he'll announce it on the fourth and it will be the fourth of Kawhi like you said, uh, or maybe not. We don't. It's, it's still it could enough. be July eleventh. But, but nothing in my mind was like oh yeah Kawhi's just definitely going to ditch that meeting with the with the team that he just won a championship exactly. with. Like, no way. I If there's one thing we know about this guy is that he takes his time. It's on his schedule. It's whatever I decide, when I decide it, and I think that's what he's actually doing. I think he took a long meeting with the Lakers. I think he took a long meeting with the Clippers, and I would imagine it's the same length of meeting, maybe even Did a little shorter today? in Toronto. Like, they had his flight tracker. He was in Toronto. They found some some person at the hotel leaked that, he, that some guy in a Raptors, uh, whatever, sweatshirt checked into this hotel. The oh, Raptor my God. Some guy in a Raptor yeah. sweatshirt checked in. D Drew, the Canadian media brought in, like, they had pictures of this guy getting off the plane or coming downstairs or whatever that they think is Kawhi. Not they brought Kawhi. In, 
uh, anatomy like professionals about he had his hand in his pocket and they had anatomy doctors that were like, oh, that's definitely Kawhi Leonard. You could tell by the way it's his hand in his pocket. Wow. Like, yeah, you're getting this is getting stupid. Right. And I still have hope. Right. I still think realistically speaking, I still think the Clippers is the best place for him to go if he was choosing to come to L.A. The whole thought of Kawhi and AD and LeBron on the Lakers to me just sounds so unkawaiish to me. It just really. But does. we don't know what that and, is, and we I don't because yeah. we don't know Kawhi. Yes, yeah, so like it to could, say to say right. it's unkawaiish, like that. What does that even From mean? What I okay, so right. let's, let's put it this way. From sure. what I think I know about Kawhi, right. which is as much as a hole in the fucking wall right. or Sally that works at Starbucks. Yeah. From what I think I know about Kawhi, I just think that that wouldn't be his choice. But then you look into the fact. Okay, he's an LA kid. Grew up loving the Los Angeles Lakers. Could be a you know he's one two chips. Like it, it, he I, may have a lot of respect for LeBron. Like we don't know their right, personal relationship. Right. They've been around each other, you know, since Kawhi really broke out on the scene. Uh, they've been you know in battles head to head, and I know LeBron definitely has a lot of respect for Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. and I'm a sh- I'm positive that the respect is mutual. I don't necessarily think they're boys, obviously, because no. Kawhi just doesn't seem like he hangs out with anybody. He's, he's just not boys. Just chills like with his whatever group that he has, and that's those are his homies, and they're they're. But again, we we don't know. Like I'm sure uh, Kawhi and LeBron have a relationship just like Kawhi and, and Anthony Davis have a relationship just from being in hoops and being at that level. From what they said is Kawhi wanted to meet separately like with everybody to see if everybody's story was straight. He was big on the medical staff. He wants to bring in his own medical staff if that if that happens, if that's the choice. Definitely wanted to meet with Magic. I know he's spoken with LeBron, obviously. Um, he had a dinner with Doc and Sam. Sam Cassell. Cassell, Sam Cassell. And then Jerry and, and Balmer showed came, up. Showed up, that's, obviously. That's a cool dinner. Yeah, it's a nice dinner. Um, I think Kawhi noticed or realized this year that like Toronto's a pretty fucking dope place, right? And they love him, right? Yeah, man. They love him. The the whole nation was going to be sad if he leaves, right? I think there's a But he doesn't owe them jack shit. Doesn't owe them anything totally. Yeah. But I still think he might I, I I don't know. Again, I don't know. But I'm thinking you think he's going to stay. I think I I'm not going to Okay, put it this way. I'm not going to be shocked if he goes to the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm not going to be shocked. If he stays in Toronto, I will be shocked if he's a Clipper because I've never experienced anything like this in my sure. life and I don't know what it's like. But this is what I'm saying. I don't think Kawhi wants to leave Toronto empty-handed, okay? So there's this philosophy. But he's not empty-handed. He no, won a championship. No, leaving them. Like, Kawhi leaves, they get nothing, right? Oh. And everybody's been doing these sign-and-trades, right? Sure. This is the new thing in the NBA is the sign and trade. We did it with Chris Paul. Jimmy Butler just made it happen. We'll talk about Jimmy in a minute because it's obvious Jimmy doesn't give a fuck about championships. Give him the money. Money, please. Give me the money. Money, please. Yeah, I'll take that, Max. Money, please. please. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what if the Clippers come to the board and be like, all right, we'll give you Gallo. Gallo's expiring. Good player. We'll give you the Miami, you know, the Miami unprotected pick that we have. We have assets that we can give you. To do a sign and trade. And maybe Kawhi would be cool enough to be like, all right, if I'm going to come to you Clippers, you got to leave them with something. Do you think that could possibly happen? Sure. I don't think Kawhi gives enough about any franchise. I mean, okay. so I yes, do I think that can happen? Absolutely. Because we are seeing that. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get into D'Angelo Russell as well. But, like, we're seeing this is a thing that's happening. So, yes. I, and, and it's not, you know, leaving them empty-handed that kind of mentality to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense because he brought them their, their first and only championship, the first and only finals appearance. And if that's the case, then sure. I mean, definitely it would have to be the Clippers because the Lakers don't have anything to go the other way with. So if there is going to be a sign in trade, it seems that the Clippers would be the only destination on the Clippers wire. A few minutes ago, the, the few people that I respect and I follow and actually like care what they have to say. They said that the, that Kawhi is still considering the Clippers. He wants another star like another player and they're talking about bradley beal so if the clippers can try to trade or do something for bradley beal that's a tough would, ask no that washington, is washington that's all they got that's all washington has right now that's it and they're going nowhere dude i would take expirings and get money off the board get beal's contract off the board if you can no but he's still not getting paid that much he's still he extended he's only 25 right. like i his his salary is not a problem i you know it, washington is a shit show um it's and so we, we don't talk about who's them. worse the knicks or the wizards bro well the knicks uh at least washington has bradley beal you know what i'm saying 
so they're a shit show, but I, the one thing that they seem pretty adamant about is not trading Bradley Beal. I feel like the Lakers definitely felt that out all season last season. Like, what's the temperature on Brad? Let's get him out there. Like, what do you want? Like, do you want Ingram? I, I know we tested those waters, and I'm sure other teams have as well because Brad is such a great player, and he's unfortunately he's just drowning amongst the shit franchise that, that the, the Wizards are. But I don't see the the Wizards moving him. I think they will hold on to him until even and until they know for a fact that he's going to resign somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. So here's the real question. This is the real question. Like we know what Kawhi we're going to get if he goes back to Toronto. It's the same on the same team except minus Danny Green, unless they they could resign Danny Green. Resigned on Danny Green. Yeah. Cool. We we we've talked about it in depth about if Kawhi comes to the Clippers, it's literally turnkey. You drop him into our offense and our organization. Like we're a really good team. We have all the young players. You know, it would be his fucking team. And then it gets to the Lakers, right? And to me, everybody keeps hitting me up. Like, how devastated are you going to be if Kawhi goes to the Lakers? I'm like, I'm going to be more disappointed in the fact that the Clippers have literally worked for two years on this, knowing we've been waiting for, for Kawhi. So have the Lakers, but yeah. But I'm saying strategically creating cap space, making getting the assets, the young talent, drafting right, getting the right front office. And it's well known around the NBA, Drew, that the Clippers are a destination. Agents know this. The NBA knows this. Player knows players know this. Like we've created it's such a big turnaround from what we were seven seven years ago, eight years ago. Okay. I I'm extremely proud of the Clippers. Will I be disappointed if we don't get them? Yes. Will I be well, I think we're not going to be able to compete. Like, no, we're going to be ju- – I think we're going to be fine. We won 48 games the last West year. is looking pretty strong they right do. now. Uh, there's a lot of teams that will compete for sure. Yes. But I think you guys will be one of them. Uh, the thing that it's done to the Lakers, it's it's handcuffed us. So, so if Kawhi does not end up signing with the Lakers and ends up going to Toronto or the Clippers, we're kind of left in the lurch a little bit. Granted, we have some cap space. Uh, granted, but there's know, nobody there. There's there, but all that's what I mean. It's clear that the Lakers identified Kawhi as a real possibility mm-hmm. and decided not to make a serious move until he made a decision. And now we're up against it. So the whole this whole theory that I've been seeing as well is like, is Kawhi holding this out so that they actually get screwed and then he ends up going to one of the other teams? I, again, I really don't think he cares. I don't think he's thinking that hard about any other franchise except for where he wants to I, go. Because, so, okay, to your point, though, yeah. if he was really intent on going to the Lakers, they, they know he would know that they need more assets on the bench. You at least need that five, six, seven. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because we still don't even know who's going to be a starting point guard, right? And like we've been Correct. saying for two episodes or for two podcasts, like – you got to get Rondo. You got to get somebody. There's, you know, we signed Troy Daniels. Yeah, and Jared Dudley. Yeah, two was, big signings. I was going to bring that up. Bro. Two big signings was, right there. Okay, gonna, that's like a whole. I wanted seven million that I we, wanted that to we start the for. show with me saying, "Okay, it, it, it's done, people. The, the big biggest three. free agent has signed. Jared Dudley is on his way to Los Angeles. The big three, baby. <laughs> He's a great locker room guy, and he could shoot. And you need be shooters. Fine. And how fast, dude? Did these shooters get picked up? Quick. Derek Rose got picked up fast. Right. You so, yeah, me? now we can get into some of the other stuff. I, I think we're – I'm not done with the Laker thing. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, sorry. My whole question to you is, like, are you going to be one of these Laker guys that you're like, if it's LeBron, Ant Davis, Kawhi Leonard, you're winning a championship? Yes. 100% yes. this year winning the fucking title. Yeah, because it's so open. Like, this, the whole East-West, like, everything's open. If we have gonna work? If we have those three guys, yes. I, I We have to be the odds-on favorite. I will be on the championship bandwagon. Like that's where I think it'll be. If we get Kawhi Leonard, it'll be a disappointment if we if with those three players we can't get a chip. And that being said, there you know we I know that the free agency market is now looking super thin, but there are still players. There's players that you can get in trades. There's players that you can get that are just scrounging around, like Kyle Korver, uh, Andre Iguodala. I mean, there's there's dudes around. If we get Kawhi Leonard, uh, I expect us to run the shit like we should be the best team in the NBA uh even with whoever we can scrounge around to make that roster finish up and we and we also like with those 3 we can rest you know LeBron a couple a game here we can rest Kawhi a game here we can rest Anthony Davis a game here and still have two of those guys on the floor still enabling us to win you know enough regular season games so that we have home court advantage and a number one seed moving into the into the finals. LeBron is coming up on sixty thousand minutes, bro. Right. No, we're gonna need to rest him. I mean, again, he's been doing this for a while, but all three of those guys need rest. 
Kawhi played whatever it was, you know, uh, 60 games this year or something like that, 61 regular season games. And Davis missed half the season because of all the nonsense. Uh, LeBron missed 20 games. So, like, we need for them to rest, which is uh, maybe another reason why Kawhi thinks this could be a good fit because he doesn't have to carry the load. He doesn't need to play well, 82 like games. We, like we said, load, ma- load management is going to be a real thing. Load with, management. With all NBA teams this year. If there like, isn't a social media or some kind of business – that that is is named load management at this point. Like we're we're copywriting. We start it. a new pod. Our, our new the media. Our pod? new media company is called Load Management. <laughs> and we, it'll just be. Hey, it'll just be. It'll be me talk. It'll be me talking for three minutes. You talking for four minutes. Yeah. and that's the end. That's it. Because I don't. We got to rest our. And then our vocal and then it's load management. <laughs> I meant more along the lines of like an agency. Right. Like we're the load management. We're agency. we're load management agency. Guaranteed to get you max money for only fifty five games a year. <laughs> load management nation, bro. Spin off of Rock Nation. That's yeah, man. Perfect. Yeah, dude. Um, but I do, I, so, I mean, I, do you have anything else on Kawhi? Cause I want to move on to some of the other right, stuff go, that we saw. Go. I mean, I have a lot to say about Kawhi and we could spend the whole time talking about Kawhi. I want to say this, but we just don't know. No, we don't know. And uh, you know, this could happen tonight and I think it will happen tonight. I keep checking my phone, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, Drew. I, we, know. we have to wait and find out and then we can have our, our say on it. You know, we can go really deep into, you know, what his decision was and why, but the other stuff that, that went down, I really want to talk about Philadelphia. So a lot of moves for Philly. We knew that going into the end of the season. A lot of free agents on the table. J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, all three free agents, massive players for the organization. The only one to stay is Tobias Harris. So they made they clearly made a choice. Overpaid. They clearly made a choice between Tobias and Jimmy, and they said we're going to go with Tobias, even though Jimmy played twice as good as Tobias did for the entire time Tobias was on that team last season. They gave a shit ton of money to Tobias Harris. Five years, what was it, 180? 180. Woo! He's younger. He's a better locker room guy. He's bigger. Um, he's bigger. I don't, I, I'm not, I think we both thought Jimmy was going to resign with Philly. I'm not shocked at the Tobias. Tobias is a great one. Tobias is to great. Have. And this is exactly why we had to let him go because somebody was going to pay him $180 million. It, but, but the first thing that you said was that it was overpaid, and yeah. I agree with that. Yep. That's a lot of money to yep. give a guy that was nowhere to be found in the playoffs, man. Drew, fucking Terry Rozier got $19 million a year. <laughs> Scary Terry got 19. Malcolm Brogdon, 21. Brogdon. 21 mil a year. 21. Good for him, man. Good for, get, hey, dude, I'm all about you getting paid. Yeah. But when you look really quick, like back to Philly, yes. I'm not a big fan of, uh, of all of these signings that they did. But you look at their payroll, and they just, they just extended yeah. Ben Simmons today for 178. You have 178, 180. You're going. They're going to be over 300 million after next season. Right, because they signed Horford. That was the big signing for them. Well, other than keeping Tobias, they bring Al Horford to the franchise for 97 million dollars, up to 100 and something. He got his with money, bonuses. Uh, so they bring in Al Horford. They keep Tobias. They let JJ go to the Pelicans, which you and Bill Simmons both called, and. They bring in Josh Josh Richardson Mm -hmm. from Miami with the Jimmy Butler trade. And to be quite honest with you, I think the Josh Richardson is the most solid component that they got here. Now, let me let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. I everyone's talking about how good this Al Horford fit is going to be with this team. But then I look at their starting lineup and you have Ben Simmons at 610, Josh Richardson, uh, Tobias. Al Horford and Joel Embiid. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, all right, yeah, Al Horford is great. He's a very good player. We get it. And he's going to help any franchise that he goes to. But that's a fucking weird starting lineup. It's a big starting lineup. And where's your shooter? Where are you going to, how are you going to score? They're how, just going to clog the paint. That's what it is. And you're just going to, and you're probably going to just shadow Tobias. I guess he's your best three point shooter. Josh Richardson is not a knockdown three point shooter. He shoots at like 34%, which is fine. But if you, if, if you think he's going to fill JJ Reddick's shoes, nope. then you got another thing coming, nope. man. And then you're looking at, I'm looking at how are Embiid and Horford going to operate together. Now, I could be way off base here. Could. Maybe maybe Horford's been waiting to play power forward for the last six seasons, uh, and maybe this is the perfect fit for him. But he's not that good of a knockdown shooter outside of uh, you know outside of twenty feet. He's, he he's can shoot the three he, though. He can he can hit an open three and he can hit an open jump shot. To me, Al Horford makes a lot of sense if they're still worried about Embiid moving forward. So 
for the insurance purposes where they go, all right, and beads out for another two weeks. Horford's our guy. And that could that could happen. And and maybe that was worth giving Horford a hundred million dollars for. Maybe but, it was. But what is the one thing we've we've said on this show for the past two years? If you if your team can't shoot. What are you going to do? And they, they've gotten rid of every single shooter they've ever had, bro. Yeah. Go back and look. Dar- Sarich and Bellinelli. Covington could shoot. You, me- you know what I'm saying? Covington like, could shoot for sure. J.J. Redick is one of the, the best. Yeah. And when your point guard can't shoot. Can't hit a shot. He no. cannot hit a jump shot. No, but he's great in the open floor and defensively he's really good. Right. He gets to the paint and get, I just don't I don't see it, bro. I don't either. But Jimmy leaves that team right to say fuck it, pay me in Miami. Who's bro. paying me? Yeah, I don't care about Who's it. Who's paying me? <laughs> which, which, and now we know. Now we, we know. Now we know. We, now thought, we know who Jimmy is. We thought we thought maybe Jimmy was in for a ring, maybe maybe Jimmy was in for some glory here, some nah. legacy. He said, "Well, my legacy will be this 142 million dollars." And it's my team in Miami. There's, I'm going to be the star. I don't think there's state taxes in Florida, so he's keeping all of that, yeah. which is pretty fucking he said, solid. Do you think I want to go to Houston with that fucking shit show? Well, going he made on? a smart move on not going to Houston. Very though. smart. Smart move on that. Good luck, Jimmy, man. Like, yeah, you know, the Hassan Whiteside is gone, so we can go that route so jimmy butler is now in miami he's the number one guy for sure they're they're working on moving goran dragic at, per his request but it's weird like nobody seems to be able to fit him in i um, so what i heard and yeah. I, at first and uh my boy leon said it didn't go through and i thought this was the sleeper was Dragic was going to end up in my in in Dallas? Dallas, yes. And I'm like, yo, money. That is, they're boys. Doncic and him yeah. are boys. Like they go back to European basketball. I'm like, together. yo, that would be the fit though. And right? it didn't work out. The mm. money, the money was too funny, and it didn't it didn't pan out. I that was the first report that I heard oh. as well, and I was like, let's go. Yeah, that's let's the sleeper. Go. It's the European threesome. It's it's and Chris, Dragic can go, bro. Dude, I, if if Dallas can make that happen somewhere or another, they, they better do it. Yep. And then they also Miami trades Hassan Whiteside They're to Portland. So happy to get rid of that amazing contract. deal for Miami. They get Myers Leonard and they got Mo Harkless, who I think has since been released. But dude, Myers Leonard, uh, he's he's fine. He's like, solid. He's not. It's not a problem. Like okay, but you're off of all that weight of Hassan Whiteside's massive contract and stagnation of being in that nine eight spot every season. And hoping. Portland could use him. Portland can use so. Him. So we can bounce there. So let's take that to Portland. Portland big, gets a big pickup. You know, Nurkic is still out with his broken leg. Um, we don't know necessarily when he's going to return. They're obviously pretty much all in on Nurkic, which is why they let. Uh, they also have Collins, that that really young kid that's supposed to be that's going to be really good. Cantor's gone. Cantor's gone. Well, Can, yeah, Cantor's out. and and they let go of Leonard because they think they got their guys, and Hassan can bring some to the table. Hassan can definitely bring something to the table defensively. I think offensively he's kind of a zero. Um, Not a zero. But but I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Portland and I'm like, okay, so you guys wanted to strengthen the back line or something along those lines. You you, you found this uh, as a need that you needed to fill. And I just don't know why they wouldn't have traded for Kevin Love. Like if you're going to make a blockbuster trade, you're going to make a trade for a guy who's, who's going to be paid handsomely by your franchise – why not take a look at Kevin Love, who can legitimately score, rebound, and play some defense? He's sitting there in Cleveland right now, and this goes out to all teams that are that even the Lakers and the Clippers and all the teams that are like, who can we grab? Kevin Love is up for grabs. You put a couple picks in there and, and a couple solid players. Uh, I think the Cavs are going to be in the luxury tax this year because of all the contracts that LeBron made them sign for his homies as they went through that championship run. Kevin Love should be on a team that matters because he's too good. So I'm just disappointed in Portland for selling out on something that I think is is a little short-sighted, and I think it's a little naive. Like, what has Hassan Whiteside well, it's, done? It's also expiring, too, though, dude. I get it's that it's a, expiring. It, people love that. These are like the – that's the new thing, dude, to get these expiring contracts. Like, it's a big thing. Sure. But they're going to – they just they just extended Dame Lillard, 196, right. mm-hmm. for four years, which is – I mean, bravo to Dame. I mean, he deserves all that. I don't think they got better. I don't think they no, got better. No, that's what I'm saying. Right, like, right. How, what, at what capacity do you think that's what we needed? Hassan Whiteside, was, that's the answer? <laughs> You're the key, That's buddy. the guy that gets us one win against the Warriors. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Actually, that's not. I, I'm with you on the Kevin Love thing. The, the reason – 
again, I think the Clippers, if Kawhi does not come to the Clippers, I think we're definitely going to make a play for him. I, we, everyone should. The thing He's is, is sitting Lake, there. Lakers can't and Clippers can't until we figure out we where Kawhi is going to go. At least you know? we are held hostage And honestly, right now. I'll take if Boogie's at 2.6 on a vet minimum, yes. Would I pay Boogie 7 mil, 8 mil, 10 mil? No. Somebody same might. here, same here. The same Lakers, here. Lakers would do them. it too. Yeah. If you get the vet at two point six, you will take Boogie Cousins. Of course, of course. And especially if Kawhi doesn't come, right? Yeah. And you'll hope. Let's hope Javale comes back. You know what I mean? Or you can get. We'll JaVale. figure it. I mean, if Kawhi doesn't come, then we do have some money, and we can pick up these kinds of guys that we're talking right. about. Uh, and we can make a trade for for Kevin Love. I mean, I, I don't know who we're going to get. Me but... like, would would you want Kevin Love? And I said, yeah. I mean, I want Kevin Love, not for twenty million a year. Right. That's my Kevin Love might get twenty million. Well, no, a he's year. he's already on. A, he already got a he got a contract extension. He's getting paid. I think twenty seven. Like it's it's up there. He's getting paid a lot of money. Ugh. So I mean, a part of the trade is the fact that yes, you you want Kevin Love, and then the other part of it is it it really helps Cleveland get under the salary cap this year because they're gonna they're going nowhere. They're gonna win twenty games on you know on on the on the high end of things mm-hmm. in, in in that in that franchise this year. But I just think that's a guy that, that we should really be looking at making a move and not being on Cleveland uh, as we get closer to the season. Another team that we need to talk about that it's, I can't believe it took it this long, Golden State, bro. Golden State with a sleeper, dagger moves. First of all, that I you know I, we always go back and forth of who's the, the best front office in the NBA. And, and, you know, obviously Masai Ujiri did a great job in Toronto. The Clippers are doing fantastic work. The Nets have to be honored. Milwaukee is doing fantastic. But the way that the Warriors have been able to pivot in this moment of complete devastation is... Is it devastation, Drew? They knew KD was going the whole I'm time. Just talking about, I'm talking about being like, we're going to win a championship again to literally two of our best players are injured and maybe out for the entire next seasons, and one is leaving for sure. That's a pretty big peak and valley. And for them to go, all right, Kevin's out. Clay, hopefully Clay will sign, and Clay did. And Clay's not dead; it's an ACL. We no, no, come no. back from this all the time. But again, it's it, it's going from being in the finals five straight years to maybe they're going to struggle to make the playoffs, and then they pull this off. They did a great job in the draft. They were trading for you know late first round, second round picks, and they picked up some good, some really good picks in the, in the draft. And then they go ahead and they and they pull this deal off that I think will make them relevant in the West in the West Coast while Clay is recovering from this injury. With D'Lo, they pick up D'Angelo Russell on a sign and trade uh, deal like we're talking about is happening more and more now, and that D'Lo trade happened. The sign and trade happened before Clay signed his max. And when I saw that, I was like, "Oh fuck, maybe Clay took a meeting with players. Maybe they didn't." Because our whole thing was Clay had said, "If if the deal is not on my doorstep." At three oh one, I'm going to take meetings. So, so to myself, I'm like, oh shit, they didn't give it to him. Mm-hmm. They're going to pull D'Lo over, so it's going to be Stephen D'Lo that maybe Clay's going somewhere else. They know they lost Durant. Maybe this is a pivot, like an entire like roster shakeup pivot, because they had to trade Iguodala out of there to make the D'Angelo Russell thing possible. Then it turns out Clay, Clay signed resigns for the max that he got and he deserves. Uh, I think this is a really great move for them. I I don't know how it's gonna how D'Angelo Russell is gonna fit like team wise. He's a rental, Drew. He's a rental. That's what everyone everyone's saying that that they're gonna move on from him soon. Uh, but at the same time, I think it, I think it keeps him relevant your while pi- he's there. Your pivot is you lose Kevin Durant and you still get a twenty three year old all star. They got an, they that came got off a, the best season of his of his career. They got a really solid asset, and they're gonna put him around some really mature champions. Like we all know, D'Lo's a little immature. You know what I mean? We know this. He's a little immature. He's twenty fucking three years old. We get it. We see that he's got all the talent in the world. You put him around Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, who's been known to be the greatest teammate to have. It could blossom and be something great. Yeah. Or if it's not working in January, February, Trade there, there will be takers for D'Lo. Of course there will. 100%. Yeah, the money he got was solid. And if Clay's doing – think about this. ACL is – seven like – they're saying, fast, they're saying February, I think, January, it's, February. It's like five to seven months, yeah. and he's going to have the best rehab, right? Of course. So if he comes back and then he might need a month and a half to get in game shape, if you have Klay Thompson in March, that's all you fucking need. Golden State Warriors are fine, dog. And the sleeper is we all thought Looney was going to go out and get paid. <laughs> and he 
He took Who three, is his agent? Right? It's like, bro, do you realize this man would have garnished $45 million easily, for three? Easily. And he took three years, 15. Sorry to cut you off, no, but I'm, goes, I'm right there with that you. That goes to the, the front office. Again, and, that's and, a win. They and, picked up Willie Cauley-Stein. That's another That's another win. For, two, for fucking For two, nothing. I thought that dollars. man was going to get paid, too. It's amazing, like, the market for certain bigs and the market for, for other bigs is so different. Because Vucevic is sitting there, kind of an older-fashioned big, re-signs for $100 million in Toronto. And you're looking at Orlando, Willie Cauley-Stein. Uh, excuse me, Orlando. Uh, and you're looking at Willie Cauley-Stein, who just came off probably the best season he's 12 had. points, he's 12-8, and eight, bro. And he looks great yeah. out there, and he just signs for nothing to go to the, to the Warriors, which is insane. And his, his points are going to come off trash and hustle, bro. Lobs, baby. All- you and lobs, lobs the pick and roll. Yeah, he's gonna fit in fine because I think he knows his role. He's not gonna try to be anything, anything other than who the who the hell he is. And Looney and Stein together, like okay, it's young, solid, grimy. grimy fucking, you still just, got Draymond, yes. right? Like it, I think they'll be fine. Again, I I really, you know, if, if if Clay is out as long as we think he'll be out, I still think they'll be struggling to be in that top four. Uh, I don't. Just I don't. I don't see them making the top four in the playoffs, but I still see them as a playoff team with this maneuver, which is just, I again, tip of the cap. I, Bob Myers, everybody up there, just does a fucking great job. So and that's, Jeff and Jeff yeah. Crompton should be happy. Yeah, like they did a really, really great job. And yeah. again, Golden. I still don't want to see Golden State Warriors. Oh my God, we got a Woj. Woj dropped something. No Woj way. dropped something. I'm checking right now. Watch it be. Oh uh, fuck. ESPN story for Jeff Green. I don't care about Jeff Green. Yeah, Jeff Green. Woj? Jeff Green. What the fuck, man? Don't do that shit. Where did he go? He got picked up. Utah? Un- no, uh, Uncle Jeff. Yeah, Utah. Utah. That's, that's my sleep. That's the next team I wanted to talk they about. They fucking cleaned up. Good job, uh, Utah, bro. Mike Conley trade before the draft. Fantastic. Uh, Bogdanovich, really solid guy. It's like they have two Joe Ingles now. Um, which is, which is, I mean, every team could use two or three Joe Ingles on it. Bogdanovich didn't like that shit happened so fast. So fast. Like the, the, so fast. Yeah. Like, did they even have a meeting or is he just like, I'm going to go. How about this, bro? Miritich said, I don't even want to play in the NBA anymore. I'm going to take my cake and go elsewhere. Miritich went back. He probably could have fucked around and like really got some money. Miritich. So two years ago, he signed a two year, $27 million deal. I'm telling you right now, there's not a team outside of the NBA that's paying that man $13 million a season. And I'm thinking he was probably going to garnish roughly around the same, if not maybe $10 million a year. Uh, that one is a shocker. Darren Collison retiring is also a oh. shocker. Um, but, you know, we had some weird shit like that happen. Uh, but uh, to circle it back to, to Utah, they let Ricky Rubio go. They bring in somebody better in, in, in Mike Conley. They're looking really solid. They had to let Derek Favors go. Unfortunately, they got that, a couple that didn't more work out. They, get? they signed Ed Davis to a, a two-year, ten million dollar deal, which is solid. Nice pick. They're about as solid of a team as as exists in the West. A complete team that exists in the West. And they have Conference. a star. And they have a star in Donovan Mitchell, who we know is a star and and has been waiting for some backup scoring. Because really, when it came down to it in the playoffs, yeah, Joe Ingles is cool, but he's not going to go out there and drop twenty on anybody. You know, unless he's really feeling the jumper. Unless it's Paul George guarding him. Unless it's Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, Conley having a competent shooter in Conley, which was always Ricky Rubio's. In the Ricky Rubio's, you know, Achilles heel has always been his jump shot, even though he's gotten better over the years. Conley's a much better three-point shooter. So when, when Donovan, you know, drives now, they have to respect Conley. That's one less player that they can help. On the drive as he makes his, makes his way to the bucket. I'm actually going to be watching Utah this year. Yeah, Utah That's... looks great. Speaking on Indiana Rubio, did well. yeah, Indiana did well. They made a lot of signings. They lost. They lost some people. I mean, Darren Collison retired, and Tyreek Evans is out uh, for the next three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but they read up really nicely. I think they did a good job as well. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Ricky Rubio did go to the Suns. The Suns have actually made some interesting moves. Then now they have a point guard that I think Devin Booker will love to play with. Ricky Rubio loves to pass. I think that'll only make Devin Booker better. Uh, but and they're still not. Gonna they're still not going to do anything. At least they, they. At least they finally they have a point guard. Moves. At least they finally have a point guard. It's been like ten years since they had a point yeah, guard. Yeah, you want a Rubio like six years ago, Rubio though. <laughs> yeah, That's sure. the Rubio you really want. But if you can get him, he's solid, man. Sure. Um, shout out to Seth Curry going to Dallas. Uh, we he, we knew he was going to go somewhere. Hey, Dallas made moves too, man. Dallas is so we can talk a little bit God, about the them. West is for real. That's what I'm saying. Like you look at the West and you're like, damn, dude, there is. There's a lot of competition. The Pelicans are still there. 
They they did sign JJ. Derek Favors went to the Pelicans. So like they did They got a squad. They did just fine. They're gonna be fun. Minnesota still has, you know, Wiggins and Towns. We all know how soft those guys are, but still you never know. Those guys are still solid. They can pull something out. Every team in the West you look at, except for Phoenix, <laughs> and you go, you know what? They can they can really what make about, some shit happen. What about Denver's extension? Denver's ex- oh my god, that was the one that I yeah, did that one escape? That money. one escaped me. I, I found that out like way after the fact. Denver extends Jamal Murray for five years, a hundred and seventy million dollars for this guy who just really started putting it together. Granted, dude, he had a great season last year. Really did. I, really impressive. And his postseason was really solid as well. But god damn. I think they're just planning. They want Jokic and him to be the guys. Because you know that's a lot of money. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Ennis Cantor going to Boston. That's the one thing that we didn't mention. They, they have Kemba. Boston's doing their best to retool without collapsing. They see an opening in the Eastern Conference, switching back to that. You know, you're looking at uh, Milwaukee, who re-upped some really solid players. That The Lopez brothers are going to be reunited in Milwaukee. They let go of Brogdon, but they brought in some other guys to make up for that. Brooke got paid just like we thought he would. Brooke got paid heavy. Chris uh, Middleton stayed and got, got his maximum extension, 178 for five years. Uh, so that team's going to be just as good as it was last year, you know, if all things considered. I think Wes Matthews went there too. Um, so they, they did a really good job, you know, maintaining their core stars and then adding a little bit of pieces to make sure that they're relevant for next season. But Ennis Cantor, I think, is a big, big addition for the Celtics because losing Horford, they somebody had to fill those shoes and they got Cantor on like five mil. Do they got him two, for almost two years for 10 with a yeah, player? It was on. like nothing. They got nothing. Probably so be a one year deal. That's a hell of a deal for them to still be like, See, I think love would be better there. Yeah. Kevin love. There's a lot of places, even still Kevin love could probably make mm-hmm. a move to, to the Celtics, you know, based on the fact that they probably have some money to spend. He right. would be the perfect. Get him out of Cleveland, bro. right? So anyway, rotting away. Um, are we missing anything crazy? I know that I know that we touched on a lot of shit just then. I mean, I really wanted to dive into Jared Dudley more. <laughs> I really wanted to spend my time on Jared. I Dudley. mean, so last couple things that I had in mind. <laughs> I is, hate Jared Dudley, by the way. People, Chicago is signing all of the point guards. Yeah, I don't understand. They're still bad. They have like four point guards now. They have Chris Dunn. They drafted Kobe White. They have Sadoransky's. Zatarans, I don't hey, know. Derek Rose to Detroit, though. Derek Rose to Detroit, good for him. Two years, fifteen or sixteen or something like that. That that's solid, Des- deserved. Yeah. I think Blake will be excited to play with Derek Rose. I mean, that'll be cool addition. Uh, now they don't have to rely on Reggie Jackson um, as much. Who has Clips, been? Or Clips did give Pat Bev the money he wanted. That's right. Yep. Took ten million less than Sacramento because he's like fuck going to Sacramento. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Sacramento, Harrison Barnes re-signed four years, 85. This guy just keeps getting paid, bro. Bro, he's just getting... Timing just, is everything, I homie. guess. I guess. Timing is I've everything. I've never been a Harrison Barnes guy. This guy just stays getting checked. He's, he's good, though. I mean, yeah. like, he, he, he had that one really bad final series. Yeah. And... It, Dallas signed him immediately for four years, 80, I think it was. And now he's on four years, 85. Checks. Like, go ahead. Keep going, bro. Uh, Isaiah Thomas goes to Washington Wizards. That would so, be cool. Uh, with John Wall out, they just traded away Sadoransky. I'm thinking maybe they can make something happen with him. I would love to see him back No, on he's going to get burned. Nothing's going to happen. Well, yeah, but I just, he didn't get anywhere. any burn in Denver right. last year. Oh, he'll so start. Hopefully he'll, he'll love make him and... money. That's pretty much it. Do you have anything else? I mean... I just want Kawhi to make a fucking decision, please. Right. Like I am, I'm not sleeping. I'm tired of looking at my phone. I keep getting texts all day long. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want him to to make the decision. Yeah. Just Clippers, Lakers, Toronto. Just choose. If you were to bet right now, where is he going? Lakers. If I'm thinking that too. Yeah. I'm thinking that too. Just because we don't know. Because it came out of nowhere, really. Like I did. mean, we're ending the season. And we're like, okay, Clippers or, or Toronto. Like we talked about Clippers or Toronto pretty mm-hmm. much the whole regular yes. season. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, the Lakers are actually a legitimate option. And for it to come out of left field like that makes me think that there's something real about it. Uh, and the fact that he did and have a meeting. And they finagled the four million trade kick. Dude, we're making it all happen. It's they all made it. They were, the Lakers. That's the one thing I will give credit to Rob Palinka. Whether or not it was him, I will give him the credit. 
uh, he he shifted that shit around to make it. The whole time we were wondering how the fuck are they going to afford anybody else on a max. He made it happen to where it actually is viable that we can have another. I mean, they had to slot. get him on the back end of Space Jam, though. I mean, they had to pull some spring, some strings to get oh. him that money. Oh, I mean, yeah. So I mean, well, take it however you want it. LeBron can cut him a check. <laughs> Rich Paul can cut him a check. The Bus family can cut him a check. Like however, You'll however, get your four million. Bro. Yeah, man, you got it, you, dude. Just do not let Genie in on any of the meetings. Um, a couple of our favorites, though. T.J. McConnell, one yeah? of my favorites. Your boy. Indiana, as we're talking about. They re-upped on the point guard. What team was he on before? Sixers. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, and they got rid of him. Yeah, he, so he's in Indiana mm-hmm. now, but he he fits Indiana perfectly. Yeah. Jake, Jake Lehman, our, our, our homie from Portland, is now a Minnesota Timberwolf. So like he, him a lot. He got a nice little three-year deal. Nothing crazy. And then... Uh, Boban, that was the last one I want to mention. Dallas? Toby and Bobby are now it's separated. It's done. It's very tragic. Nobody likes to see things like this come to an end. How about they? Um, they, they should Facetime still. I'm sure that they shows. will. Toby, tw- Toby, uh, I think he tweeted out. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> no, I'm actually really? crying. Did he really? Yeah, he did, man. God, I so, fucking love those guys. Bobby, Bobby's now down in Dallas, like you said. You call him by his right name, by Bobby Wan Kenobi. Bobby Wan Kenobi is his full name. It's full legal <laughs> name. It's on his Thank birth you. certificate. Everybody knows Thank that. You. Um, but, yeah, man, that's it. I think that's all we got, right? Uh, with Summer League. Uh, Summer League is. It's already here. Yeah, I'm not going to go just because I looked at the Clipper roster, and I'm like, nope. We, I'm dude, not going to Vegas for that. Summer League, is it, now it's, there's, no, there's no off season now. No, it just. Like, there they're was like, already playing. There was like five days, then it's like a draft. Five days, then it's free agency. Five days, and then it's fucking Summer League. It's insane, bro. Hey, Big Three's looking kind of cool, though, bro. Yeah. Joe Johnson, Catino Mobley. These dudes are putting up buckets. Will Bynum, dog. I oh, think I met, what do you call that move? Because it's, it's not the sham it's god. It's the wham, bam, fake you sham. Fake you sham. It's a fake you the sham. fake you sham. And I've never seen that before. And it was that so was beautiful. That was so cold. If you haven't seen Will Bynum's wham, bam, fake you sham. Damn. That shit was. And that I like the name. Off, it's great. It just came off the top of my dome. Just right now? It did. I swear to God, I didn't even think that's, about it. Because that definitely should be the name of that thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call um, uh, Ice Cube. Call He's Ice Cube. Like, I'm going to let him know that that's the name. Call of the Will. Let Will if know. You guys, if you guys aren't watching the Big Three, you should watch it. It's actually it's really uh, entertaining. It, it's entertaining, and to see all these guys that these dudes are working hard, bro. Like, damn. I think I was looking at Will Bynum the other day, and I said somebody might want to pick him up. Yeah. Like, pick his ass up. And well, they yeah they they got a lot of talent in that league now. Joe and Johnson looks great. Joe Johnson like, looks ready to go. He looks like he's in shape. He's like, he what is he, shoot, 39 or something like that? He's shooting the four-pointer? Yeah. Like, he looks good. Yeah, they added a lot of young players, too. That's something that, like, the big three was, like, almost all slightly older right. guys initially. Now they have a nice mix of young and old, like, some big superstars, some guys that you might Frank not. Frank Nitty's playing that's in it. That's what like, I was going to say, dude. Nitty got the got the nod, and he's been playing well in that league. I mean, that's a huge thing for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. There's a lot going on. Drew League's going on. Big three. Uh, shout out to my people out of Venice Ball because that shit's getting lit too. Yep. Um, I'm gonna have to show up there and show my face, bro. Make a cameo. Yeah, man. Go see my people, Nick and Mouthpiece and all those dudes. That would be a good look. Uh, we should get up there. Hey, you got anything? Nothing. I got nothing, dude. I got I'm nothing. Tired. We might have to. Do- I'm so beat. I'm, I'm exhausted. exhausted. Yeah, dude. Fourth of July. I mean, I think I'm just gonna sit. say it right, Drew. If you're gonna fourth say of, it. Fourth of Kauai, I'm Thank gonna you. just sit my ass on the couch. I don't. I, I mean, whoa, just put me out of my misery. <laughs> He's. Please. Hey, we're going to do a little a quick giveaway, though. Uh, our homies over at Courtside Pins, we posted them yesterday, sent us some really funny and cool NBA pins. I want you guys to follow Courtside Pins. Make sure you show us that you're following Courtside Pins. You're subscribed to the pod. Leave us a review, and I'm going to send you some dope shit. We have a bunch of them. I'll let you pick which ones you got. These are going to go fast. A lot nice. of people hit me up about them. Yeah, they're dope. We're going to send them out. Keep screenshotting. Like we say every week, we're getting new ones, new followers that are doing it. It's kind of cool. Oh, we got yeah, some new people in the mix. New listeners. But anyways, Drew, happy 4th of Kauai. Yeah, man. So follow through with Clips and Drew. Shout out to Dash Radio, nothing but net channel. If you're listening to us late Saturday night, 10 p.m., catching the uh, the late night edition of the Clips and Drew show. Uh, we're going to take him out with somebody I've never heard of, Drew. Oh, another And anonymous. his name alone, but this... I, I heard this song at work and I had to Shazam it because oh. I'm like, I like this. And Shazam this, is always relevant, by the way. What a great app, right? What they, a great I, app. I don't know how they monetize, but I'm sure they do because <laughs> I use it all the time. All the time. And it's been out for 12 years. This dude's name is Maverick Saber. Oh. Okay. Never heard of this cat in my life. I just caught myself bobbing at work. Okay. Song is called Come Fly Away. 
Like want, Frank Sinatra. Like Frank Sinatra, but not like Frank Sinatra. Okay. So follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, we'll go. Have a beer for us. Could be gone in the morning without even a warning. And when I'm gone, will you remember this? And even through the warning and the rain as it pours in. When I'm gone, will you remember this? Come fly away somewhere. Been here for days, wanting, but nothing has changed for you. And you're tired and you don't want to live like this. Come fly away somewhere. Been here for days, wanting, but nothing has changed for you. Yeah, I'm tired and I don't want to live like this. You grow, let us grow. You don't wanna live